Welcome to the return slot of horror. A podcast set in the basement of a video store much like the one from your youth. A place where Mickey, Marika, and Michelangelo hang out after hours, talk about horror films, and can't seem to agree on much other than their love for the genre. So grab a drink, be careful on the stairs, and don't be the last one left in the basement at the end of the night. <laughs> Welcome, listener, to the return slot of St. Patty's Day. <laughs> so, okay, I had to call a staff meeting because we run into this issue every year, right? It's St. Patrick's Day. We got our horror film aficionados who are coming in. They want something scary to see. What yep. is everyone's go-to horror film? On St. Patrick's Day, it's Leprechaun, Leprechaun yeah. in the Hood, Leprechaun yeah. 2, Just 3, any, uh, yeah, yeah. Leprechaun. Yeah. It's a Leprechaun movie. And uh, uh, no disparagement to uh, uh, Warwick Davis or the Lem Leprechaun franchise, but it's like it, we're not going to have it. It's a guaranteed you're going to come in looking for Leprechaun. We're not going to have. We only have so many copies. They they go out, right? They go fast. Yeah. I mean, this, they go it's, fast. It's, it's an underserved holiday. Yeah. So I wanted to have a staff meeting. Unfortunately, again, Marika's not here. She's 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 upstairs putting together the St. Patrick's Day display mm -hmm. with like all of our picks. Um, yeah. We'll just say there is there there are lots of shamrocks, and one particular song is playing throughout the whole day. On repeat up in the store. <laughs> I wonder what you, you've already given me a hint as to like what movies might be on your list. Uh, one in particular. So look, we're, we're going to pitch. I have I have a small list here um, of films that I think could kind of fit into okay. the holiday. Um. Mickey, do you and you have a list as well? Yes. Well, you know, I I, I have one that's that's really based on what the person I, I I'm going to suss the person who comes in and based on them I have a recommendation for them. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so let's let's start out. Who's who's walking in first, and what are you gonna? Let, they're gonna be like a uh, leprechaun. Where is it? We don't have it. Yeah. What are you gonna? Is, what are you gonna pitch? So up? so if this is a guy that's like, hey, you know, I like good horror. You know, as a per tradition, I throw not leprechaun a girl on. Girls are gross. Or, or, they're not allowed well, in the I store mean, unless they're Marika. Be, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not coming in this store unless they're Marika in there. They have to. Or your wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dropping off something you rented. Yeah. And she typically doesn't even come in. She just talks to me through the window. Um, yeah. But if it's through like the this, return slot. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mickey. Uh, but no, she, uh, this person coming in uh, is, you know, cool, uh, you know, intelligent you know, person likes good movies, was going to do Leprechaun, you know, for traditional reasons. And, uh, but this, some, this is a person who has some, who has some pretty good tastes. And I'm going to say, well, look, we don't have a Leprechaun. And I'm going to uh, put to you, instead of celebrating St. Patrick, why don't we celebrate Sir Patrick? We're going oh. with Sir. We're going to go with Sir Patrick Stewart, Green Room. 2015 Jeremy Sonier <laughs> film also has the green element to it, the green room. 
Uh, yeah. Actually, actually, had not seen it until this morning, and I put it on to watch it. And I was like, I'm going to watch this because I feel like I've been needing a reason to watch this movie. And I you, was like, so, this feels you right. Wa- you started your day with Green Room. Started my day with Green Room. you haven't yeah. seen it before. Nope. That is bonkers. Green Room, <laughs> by the way, I, I, I had brought up Murder Party uh, yep. uh, for a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, same director. I love Green Room. I've seen it yeah. four times now. What a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. We're going to do it on the show. We have to do it on the show. We will definitely talk about it on this show. Um, uh, okay. That's a great pick. Yeah. I you mean, got the I green it, in the title. And it, it's a good film. That's why I say somebody with like some good horror tastes, I think they will dig this movie. It's very cool. I think it's got some of the great line deliveries from Anton Yelkin, uh, Imogen Poots, uh, Alia Shawkat, Patrick Stewart, of course, Sir Patrick on St. Patrick. Uh, Joe Cole and of course Macon Blair, who I've become a big fr- yes. fan of after Murder Party. I've really like started to sink into more of his career. I'd seen the other movie he did. Um, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Yes, I'd already Blue, seen that, yeah. but, but I had not connected Macon Blair to that until Murder Party. And I was like, well, I'm I'm digging this guy. I'm into I'm into him and what he's putting out. He's he's got a great cameo, and I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Where he's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna ruin it, but he has a fun, he has a fun cameo in it. Um, okay, so, so my first pick, yeah, is one. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be one of your picks because uh, okay. you kind of alluded to this. But my first pick is Halloween Three: Season of the Witch from 1982, directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. It's a great pick. Was that was that on your I, list? I actually, surprisingly enough, I did not have that on my list. I, okay. I, yeah. So, so there you go. I do have another Tom Atkins on my list, but, um, oh, of but course not... I think I might have that one too. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll get to that. So yeah. Halloween three season of the witch yeah, is my great. pick. Um, there's the obvious stuff, right? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's the, uh, you know, our bad guy is, uh, uh a Celtic mm-hmm. pagan, witch. we got a silver shamrock, which is the song I'm assuming you were mm-hmm. alluding to yep. earlier playing throughout because that's not gonna want to like make <laughs> us shoot ourselves in our face <laughs> before the day is over with all the drunk people coming in yeah um uh but also uh, for me you know so okay okay i don't want to ruin saint patrick's day for anyone right right uh, but i i do think it's good to like understand the full scope of history and do you know much about saint patrick or saint patrick's day no um so sort of these uh like stuff you might not know uh you know uh uh, history of saint patrick's day uh just to give you context i'm sure the listeners might already know this uh but saint patrick wasn't irish right Okay. He was uh, Roman and English, I believe, okay. and he came to Ireland to uh, eradicate. Um, I don't know if it's the Druids in particular, but right. to establish Catholicism in Correct. Ireland. Yeah. And the ridding Ireland of snakes is is a metaphor for the uh, the religion that sort of worshipped the snake. Um, so I'm a mm-hmm. little confused and I am not a historian, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's referring to, um, the Druids cause they worship the snakes, but like, it's more of a metaphor of it. Right. And then, you know, eventually it just 
morphs into uh, um, Irish people in America uh, having a rough go of it. Of course, uh, most immigrants to this country have a rough mm -hmm. go of it for a period of time. And then uh, them celebrating their homeland and eventually that becoming like Irish pride. And then eventually that turning into dying, um, <laughs> dying rivers in Chicago green. Uh, yeah. St. Patrick's Day and getting totally wasted. Yeah. Right. As, so, as Irish holidays uh, tend to do. Yes. Um, and so for me, right, I love and I worship Halloween. Yeah. The, the, the season, the holiday. And we don't have that without our Irish friends. Right. We get almost all of our, our traditions yeah. of Halloween um, come from Ireland and then are Americanized sacrifice all, all of the pagan druid stuff that seeped within the film mm -hmm. the witches the the halloween itself just like brims of ireland so i'm like this is a perfect film especially this time of year because you're so f for those if marika was on she would she would agree with me marika and i ha have a special bond in that uh um when we're very depressed uh, we often seek out halloween stuff to bring cheer back into our lives and this is a rough time of year it's cold it there's not much going on and it's so far away from halloween so that's my that's yeah. my reason i picked halloween three season of the witch and halloween three oozes halloween so it's got a very halloweeny feel mm -hmm. um I, yeah i know that about you two you two are like year-round halloween celebrators so yeah makes and, sense and and i, I I wouldn't say I'm a year-round Halloween celebrator. Okay. Outwardly. Gotcha. I'm like, because it's, it's got, I don't want to be one of those annoying people. It's like Halloween yeah. 365. It's like, no, it makes it special if it's only this time of year, but got secretly it. by myself in bed while I'm depressed, I'm watching Halloween stuff. Yeah. Um, and Tom Atkins' character, full-blown alcoholic mm -hmm. in that movie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, very well could be like, yeah, Irish. Yeah. What's, his, what's his character's <laughs> name in that? Do you realize? You yeah, only said. Irish people are alcoholics, yeah. <laughs> what, no, that's, isn't that a fact? Isn't that established? <laughs> Let's say, if you guys saw my wife, you'd be like, he can make that joke, right? Uh, yeah, like, like, like my, my, my partner, <laughs> my uh, domestic partner is, is Jewish. So I'm yeah. allowed to make all the Jewish jokes. Yeah. I I please right. That, that's yes, how it works. That's right? how it basically, works. Yeah. Welcome. I'm welcome basically to the show. Jewish. My brothers are firemen. I'm basically a fireman. It's exactly. you know. Yeah. My father was a butcher. I'm basically a butcher. Um, my mom is a woman, so I understand so what women you go understand through. Women exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married, therefore I have the right to tell women. You know, look, I I, I live with women. how to dress twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> How to dress, how to speak, what to think. Um, okay, we're already off the rails. Yeah. Mickey, yeah. What is your? What is your? I don't know how many recommendations you have, by the way. But I, what's your I next recommendation? Four. Um. So my, my next recommendation is for that guy who comes in, and he's having a party. Oh, he's a guy. Yeah. I, I, um. Because <laughs> it's the truth. Like if you if you, if you feel, like, guys, I'm just saying out there, listeners, we don't get. Not the a female, lot of female listeners. clientele. We don't get a lot of female yeah. clientele. If you're a female listening, cover your ears. Yeah, Michelangelo and I, we don't want to attract the female, you know, viewers. We attract all the guy viewers, though, man. Wow. They all the guy in. viewers. They, yeah, we just bro out with them and 
Marika's always like, oh, gosh, come on, move it on, move it on. See, this is why this podcast needs Marika. She keeps me this from, what it you needs, know, Marika. Yeah. And, and hey, by the way, just real quick shout out to Katie. We love you. Who? Katie, right? Your friend who listens to the Chris, podcast. Oh, no, 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 Kristen. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Katie, wherever you are. <laughs> Maybe there is someone named Katie who's really lonely, and I just made her day. Yeah, and then you're de- right. totally no. depressed her in that, and I wasn't talking about her at all. <laughs> but, like, we love you too, Katie, if you're listening. Any Katie's listening, but Chris, Kristen, I'm sorry. I'm not friends with you. <laughs> You got to come in on my yeah, shift. You get it. You she get only it, yeah. comes in when you're working. No. Um, she listens to the show, though. That's why she avoids you. Um, so, <laughs> so, so back to back to our um, our uh, customer who comes in. He's mm-hmm. a tall, handsome, burly man who uh, just got done at the gym. So that's the only people who come in here. Uh, but he's he's really he's having a party and he really wanted Leprechaun. He specifically wanted Leprechaun because he's heard mm-hmm. things about it, the Jennifer Innocent aspect, the fact that you know he knows that you can kind of laugh along with it. It's so you know it's 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 kind of one of those uh, films. So I'm going to say we don't have Leprechaun. We have 1986 John Carl Buckler's Troll. Okay. Oh. Okay. The the the, Not the troll original. Two. Not Troll the first Two. Not Troll, troll Two. Yeah, Troll One. Because it still has that same kind of campiness. It still has, I think, a similar vibe. But it also introduces us to a young Jennifer Louise Dreyfus before she becomes the yes. Elaine of it all. Uh, as yes. the nymph, Jeanette. So yes. I think that that would be... And it's also one that you can, like, if you're if you're of a certain age, you see Treo. Or is it Treo? Yeah, Treo from uh, Neverending Story. Isn't that the character mm-hmm. that has the horse... I think so. Yeah, yeah. Atreo. Yeah. I think it's Atreo. Atreo. Yeah. Well, he's the he's the older brother in this movie that's going to you know rescue his uh, or uh-huh. save his little sister from being you know possessed by the troll. So, um, no spoilers there. I may have spoiled a little bit, but not anything bad. Oh, but it's a uh, it's a it's it's a fun. We're gonna movie. try to be spoiler. We're gonna try to be spoiler free. Yeah. I will post all of our picks in the episode description. I think I started saying that. Maybe I didn't finish it, but yeah. like there might be spoilers. So if I'll you try to avoid any, any of this, we'll try to, we'll do our, be- we'll do our best. But for those of you, this feeds into like how all your customers are men from coming from the gym. Yeah. Uh, uh, cause every man should be coming from the gym really. Yeah. Um, uh, for all, for all you pervs out there who want to see like Julie's Dreyfus, like kind of scantily nude. clad. Yeah. She's nude. She's nude. Uh, she's I will, nude. I, you don't get a full frontal you. shot, but. Yeah. But I, I will tell you why I came to that movie when I did. I think it was uh, probably before Jimmy Kimmel. It's like whoever one of those late night guys, Jay Leno or like with the other or Letterman or somebody pulled a clip when they were interviewing mm-hmm. her. And I saw a little bit of the clip and I am just I, either teenage or early 20s. Mickey was like. I'm going and getting that movie tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> and, directly to the video and, store. And, and I, there, let's just say. You might you might be disappointed, but but no, seriously, it's actually ended up being a it's a pretty fun movie. It's it's, it's nice. definitely it's, campy, it's tasteful. It's campy, yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, uh, just shout out to Michael Moriarty or Moriarty and Shelley Hack, uh, Noah Noah Hathaway. Um, they're also in the movie. Um, yeah, it's like fantasy horror. It's you know eighties fantasy horror. Take that for what you will. Yeah, it's great, great pick. 
I love it. I love how uh, uh, creative you're being Thank with you. these picks. That. You know, you got to you got to stretch it a little bit for these. Yeah, and because for, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say it, no, again, no. it's underserved holiday. It's it's surprising how there's not more St. Patrick's Day uh, themed horror films. Because they, because they like they'll, they'll hit up Valentine's yeah. Day. They'll hit up even like I feel like Mother's Day has more than St. Patrick's Day. But I feel like St. Patrick's Day is a, probably a uh, American Irish like Western culture very heavily celebrated thing. I mean, parades around every major city in America are are huge. Yeah, and I I will say uh, one of the rules I made uh, uh, I should have said this at the top, but one of the rules was you have to have seen this film. You have to be able to personally vouch for it. So I, I, I do know for you listeners out there, you can go online and there there in recent times, there have been a lot, a slew of like St. Patrick's Day themes, like ultra low budget horror films. I haven't seen any of them. I'm sure some of them are great. Um, uh, but that that was one of the uh, things that I think limited it to a smaller list is that we had to have seen these films personally. My so my next one, yeah. This is this is. I gotta tell you, it's gonna be something I think you're gonna be very happy about. Okay. And that is a movie from 1973, directed by Robin Hardy. And that is, you, you're making a, a quite like like you you're not remembering, and that's okay. It's no. hard to keep all this stuff in your head, but it's 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 it stars a very tall actor. Not stars. He's more of a, a supporting role, uh, but he without this, without him, the film doesn't get made. Uh, it has to do with full core. Yeah, Wick, Wicker Man. Sacrifice. We're going Wicker Man. Yeah, we're no, going yeah. Wicker cool. Man. Great, 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 great. Yeah, this this uh, okay. ties into okay. the whole like druid, oh, yeah. Celtic, pagan. Even the uh, I believe the Celtic cross that Saint Patrick came up with. Uh, it, it he took the uh, the sun symbol. And that's like in the cross. And I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, the sun does play a, a major role in that film, right? Isn't it like something to do with uh, the sun gods or something like that? The sacrifice, isn't it somehow connected to the sun? Am I wrong yeah. there? Because, well, it, no, it, it took, took the cinematographer. They, they had to shoot it at a sunset. It was a sunset sunset and then it was yeah. very it was a very hard shot right is that yeah do you, like what's the story again well they they were going to do it on a, like a green screen but what ended up happening was was that um the the particular cinematographer was like no we're not doing this on green screen it will never look right so we have to get it as the sun sets so they had to set that shot and they got one chance at it as you get that burning down of the wicker man uh, you got one shot at it, and it was a very difficult shot because you got all the fire too. But they were able to nail it one time out perfectly, and I think it still holds together as a really beautiful shot, like a very like artistically framed nice shot. But yeah, they did it as the sun goes down as a way to like uh, it's kind of like a, an ending of a season as they bring on a more mm. hopefully fruitful season. And for those of you who have never dabbled in uh, photography or filmmaking. That's a really hard thing to pull off. Super well, fucking hard. Everything the, has to be. Uh, and I will say, like, if you're a photographer, you're like, oh, what, shooting a sunset? But understand that this is a film. You have, you know, and you have, in this particular point in the film, you have every actor at one place for this scene. You have to 
physically burn down something that you cannot rebuild. I mean, you, they could have nope. extras, but but they physically cannot rebuild. It has to be pitch perfect. You got the one. best day. Everybody sat there, and you got to hold that camera in, and there can be no failings. And this is film too, so this is like not like you can watch it back immediately after you shot it. You're hoping that when you go look at dailies, that you have somehow captured this thing, and it is not easy. It is a colossal. Herculean job, and they and they pulled it off. And I, am I if I'm remembering correctly, was it wasn't it like fucking freezing or something yes. when they were filming it? All the actors and like were all in that coat. wind is yep. like yeah, just yep. oh, ice they put, piercing. The extras had no extra clothing on. All the main stars were given coats, but it was um, oh man, can't remember which actress it was. God. Man, I can't think of her name right now. But she refused a coat. She said, if you're not going to put the extras in coats, then don't put me in a coat. Very baller move. That is a baller move. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Shit. Christopher so, yeah. Lee is so good in that. Yeah. Great movie. He's great. Good pick. 1973's The Wicker Man. Uh, Mickey. So I like I, I like how you envisioned someone walking. I didn't do this. Uh, I'm just more of a, hey, fuck you. This is the movie you should see. Um, yeah. so who's, who's the next person walking in and, and what are you going to recommend for them? So my next person walking in is, this is, this is somebody who walks in where it says like, you know, kiss me, I'm Irish. They, uh, maybe, maybe have like a slight Irish accent, but they're very proud of their Irish heritage. Okay. That's the person who's coming in that, that, you know, that's, they are Irish and they're coming up to the counter and they're like, you don't have like leprechaun. Irish, Irish, like, like I mean, Irish. like they're talking like that. Perhaps, yeah. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps they are. Perhaps, perhaps. They're, perhaps they're talking like this, and they're like, "Look, hey, well, I came in here to rent a leprechaun, but you don't got it. What does she got for me?" I'm gonna say, "Well, listen. If you haven't seen it, which you're Irish, so you probably have seen it, I gotta recommend Danny Boyle's 2002, 28 Days Later, and here is why. Number one, Daniel Boyle or Danny Boyle, the son of no two Daniel. Irish. We call we call Daniel. him Daniel in the store. Oh, oh Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> he's he's uh." proud son of irish uh, immigrants um and of course killian murphy just oh god the, killian the irish pot of gold right there oh that my god is, if you want to be proud of your heritage oh. you look into those piercing blue eyes and you go i came from that kind of stock wow yeah that's that's one of those i gotta tell you he's he's like like david bowie johnny depp and killian murphy those, those, those are the three men uh, at a certain uh, time period in their lives that are like, I might have to experiment a little bit here and really just ride, th ride this out, you know, just like so, so beautiful and it, 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 eternally youthful for a mm -hmm, period of time. Mm -hmm. um, sure. When he has, he, he has what I call like this, like he, he, he's pretty, but he's kind of rough. You know, yeah, it's it, I can't really put my finger on it because it's like even in 28 Days Later, there's something that's kind of like, like rough, like, like, uh, you know, I don't, I this sounds wrong, but trampish. And by tramp, I don't mean like, like, you know, what I mean, I don't mean like sexual, I mean, yeah, like yeah. tramp, like, not, you know, not like, modern, like, yeah, yeah, like like, the yeah. Old, yeah, there's something trampish yet just beautiful about him, you know, and uh, leads through to Peaky Blinders. I mean, he just has this affecting quality. He's 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 like a, a delicate yet masculine at the same time. Yeah, it's very. It's a great way. It's, it's very. very yeah. It's a very uh, a specific 
thing that certain people can pull off and God, those eyes, you know, it, it, he's people, people like him. It's like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, being really beautiful and having those, like, like for, for the film, those are yeah. important. People got to watch you. It's yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. You know, it's, it's from one dark person to another, a person who inhabits, yeah. uh, uh, dark features from, uh, from our, um, uh, non-American based backgrounds. Uh, it's like, do you ever like, oh man, I wish I had piercing blue eyes. I mean, they're, I mean, like, I mean, like when you look at Killian Murphy, you get why, why they're not They're. It's not just cultural that the reason why you might, it's like to see somebody with those eyes, those cold, icy blue eyes. It's like, yeah, it's just something that is naturally like, I can't take my eyes off this guy's eyes, you know? Have have you ever thought of like was there ever a time period where you were like man if I had the money I would like as a more of a teenager thing like I would have got like like my cousin got blue contact oh, lenses okay. no and he's he's Sicilian like me and I was like oh that's the coolest I wish I want to do that so bad did you ever have that like oh man I want to do no. that no? no okay that's good for you that you yeah, you, no, you got to no. embrace who you are as a person. Yeah, I've I've actually had people say though, because my eyes are kind of big and they're just like really dark, that they like. Oh, that you have about big, them. dark, beautiful Banderas type eyes. I I think so. I think that that maybe I was so because uh, when I was young enough, lucky luckily for me, this movie called Assassins came out, and it yeah. took with uh, yeah Stallone and yo, uh, Banderas. Yo, you saw you saw my movie. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So uh, that's another recommendation for. It's not a horror, but go see Assassins. But anyway, yeah, hey, we got a redhead so, in that. We got a redhead, Julian Moore. He was so striking in that movie that I I was like, I'm proud to like look this way. And then I tried to fashion myself after him for like the next ten years of my life, and never really got there. I I had a similar experience. The Mask of Zorro. I'm seeing it, and then Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. gorgeous in that movie and she talks yeah. about how his about his beautiful brown eyes and i had never seen a movie where someone right. talked about beautiful brown, brown eyes. eyes yeah and i was like oh shit like i got brown eyes like she's talking about me basically yeah so that's I'm, I'm good it. i'm good as gold yeah. i'm good as gold baby um yeah you have the eyes of banderas and and uh uh the facial features of uh um oscar isaac's Am I saying that name right? Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, keep <laughs> and, going. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got along the, with the uh, musical skill. I can do it all, man. And the I'm, cool I'm a triple, confidence of Matthew McConaughey. I'm, I'm a triple threat, people. Actually, I'll call myself a quadruple threat. You, you're a um. What comes after quad? Quintuple threat. You're you're quintuplet. You I'm a quintuplet. <laughs> You're a quintuplet. There, are, I've seen other people. There's yes, four other there people are four who are exactly others. like you. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry, so 28, I'm taking, I'm taking 28 up, days later. Off. 28 days later. 28 days later. We don't Great. want this podcast to be 28 days later. So what's your yeah. next? <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be a quick staff meeting episode, and I'm finding every excuse to drag it out as long as possible, including this sentence. Okay, so my next pick is something you also alluded to. I'm wondering if it's on your list. But that's 1988's Maniac Cop, William Lustig, Larry Cohen. That was on mine as well. 
Bruce Campbell, Tom Atkins again. Yes. Yes. Uh, so why Robert Zadar, Mickey? Yep. Yeah. Why? Why Maniac Cop? I um, wonder, I'm wondering if you're picking it for the same reason I'm picking it. Uh, well, Bruce Campbell and Tom Atkins. First off, it's like this is, and I wrote down in here. This yeah. is the guy that and I wrote down on my thing. Like this is the customer that comes in and is looking for a movie for St. Patrick's Day and has no like. They're just a blank page for me, right? I can't read them. Then I'm mm-hmm. saying, go Maniac Cop. There's a there's a St. Patrick's Day parade. It's not it's not themed on St. <laughs> Patrick's Day, but there is a St. Patrick's Day parade. Just go watch this movie. I think you'll have a good time. It, it's an often overlooked um, '80s kind of actiony horror. Um, I always kind of thought it'd be fun to see Maniac Cop versus RoboCop. Whoa! Um, but yeah, uh, this like the the well the Maniac Cop. If you've ever seen like Robert Zadari, has like this like giant jowls, like you know and. It, it his his face and just imagery will stay with you and you're gonna see are like, they jowls Bruce... it's his chin it's his jowls would be yeah jowls isn't jowls usually about like when someone has a fat neck you're right the jowls would be like underneath the the chin slightly but his well, i should i should say his jaw his jaw line is like it's yeah, big he, from the jawline all the way down to the chin he suffered from churibs churibsism I, I'm not saying it right, but I, I yeah, believe, cherub, yeah, cherubs, cherubism. If you've seen right. Tango and Cash, another uh, another Stallone oh, yeah. movie. Oh my God, I keep coming yeah. up in this podcast. Stallone is coming up in here. Wow. He keeps no. Stallone. Enough. Yeah. Get out of the basement. But I, I did want to also mention that that you'll see. I think Bruce Campbell looking as good as Killian Murphy. Or, you know, he looks great oh, in that movie. Yeah, he looks great in that movie. You know, he never got the. Uh, he uh, he looks like a leading man. He looks so he great. Is, he is. He, uh, he, I, I'll I'll steal this from Eli Roth, and he he said this. Uh, uh, um, uh, it's probably the greatest thing he's ever said. <laughs> That's <laughs> Bruce Campbell is our to the meaning the horror community is our Tom Cruise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He just never got, he never got the shot to really like, like he comes so close in evil dead Two and army of darkness. He's wonderful, but he never really got that. Out like, of, yeah, you know, he had this great window of time where he just, you know, use paying bills. He got the maniac cop. He got divorced at that time. And he was like, I need to work. <laughs> I don't care. I need to work. So, um, why did you pick Maniac Cop? Same reasons? I mean, basically the same thing. You got St. Patrick's Day there. That's that's basically <laughs> it. Yeah. And fucking Maniac Cop is is it's an awesome Larry it's Cohen cool. uh 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 B movie. It's fantastic. You can watch it. Joe Bob has an episode on uh Shudder, which we are not sponsored by, and I would love to be sponsored by Shudder. We I would love to talk nothing but Shudder films. For the you know we we own a video store but I don't care I put that out there if if, if, yeah. if anybody out there in the shutter you shutterverse is listening yeah Darcy got two fans Darcy we love you um uh uh um but yeah like watch it with Joe Bob uh, that's what I did and then like I ended up watching all the maniac maniac cops they're great they're fucking I've not fun, seen man. They're, I've not seen any of the sequels. Oh, okay. So you have seen Maniac Cop, right? I've not, which seen is why it's on your. Oh yeah, dude, check them out. They're, they're but they're like, yeah. I will say this with the caveat: it's they are films meant to be watched with friends 
having okay. some drinks, having yeah. a good time, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So Perfect. who's 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 walking into the store next on St. Patrick's Day? And what are you gonna recommend? You them? hit my maniac cops was the last one. So but but that Marika did one? yeah, but Marika did give me her recommendation. Do you want to go ahead with your next one? You want me to jump in here with Marika? I don't really care about what Marika has to say if we're being <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I wish she was here. I, would I wish be she was worried here. if I thought she would listen to this. Um, I do you think she's listening to the episodes that she's not a part of. I wonder. I think she's like, ah, I know what they sound like. I talk it's to them the, every it's, day. It's the equi- it's the equivalent of our French. She doesn't know <laughs> yeah. what we're saying. <laughs> she doesn't. Get I it. feel like she's. If you're a French listener, DM us and be like, Marika is constantly insulting the two of you yeah. at the end of every episode. That's <laughs> that's. <laughs> and I don't blame her. Um, no. so what was, I, I, I would love to know what Marika's pick what is. So Marika, uh, said that if, you know, her recommendation for, for the listeners, if you're wanting to watch something on St. Patrick's Day is Grabbers, a 2012 film directed by John Wright, written by Kevin Lehane, um, starring Killian Coyle, uh, Coyle, Stuart Graham, and Michael Hugh. The basic premise is that there is a monster at sea that somebody has captured that will grab people and i think the hook it's very <laughs> irish it's it is an uh-huh. irish film it is very irish and kind of like the hook of how they will defeat the monster feeds into one of one of the things that we do most at saint patrick's day i'll put it that way it's a comedy horror eat corned beef and cabbage right you're just going to give it corned beef uh, traditionally a traditionally eggs. irish food especially during uh, the difficult times because they uh, they had ample beef available uh, in their history. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's a horror film. Is there, are there any horror films uh, that surround the, the potato, potato famine? famine? Yeah. Fucking A, man. That would be a... Like yeah. a serious drama, like sort of like The Witch. Sort of like The Witch, you know? I was thinking something similar to like Wicker Man, but even darker, where it's like they're having to pray for that, you know for the um so they are willing to go to the extent of sacrificing people could be something really dark oh, real and graphic and dark yeah and yeah yeah, yeah, and you yeah see, and you sure. see what happens when people are desperate you know it's, they it's do that's kind of terrible things 28 days later has that uh, actually speaking of that yeah 28 days later has some really caustic like uh people just being blah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and that's a film. You got to go to your video store for that or uh, or own it because it's not streaming anywhere right now. Uh uh and you don't want to watch that bootlegged because and here's the, here and I'm, I'm giving a pitch to why you should go out and actually visit your local place to see if you can get a copy of it because you don't want to watch that bootlegged because it already kind of has that low quality vibe, that lo-fi yeah. look to it. With with being like pixelated even worse, you might not even be able to see those beautiful blue eyes. Yeah. It's all about Killian Murphy tonight. Yeah. This episode's all about Killian Murphy. In honor right. of Killian Murphy. So what what what's your what's your next one? Okay. I, have I a figure few more. I figure I figure knowing you, you came with at least twenty five. Yes, uh, I well, I, I think I, te- I when I when I was texting you because I I don't talk to you directly in the video store. I text you. Um, <laughs> um, I was like, uh, no more than ten, 
but <laughs> at least three because I think yeah. at the time I had seven uh, picked out. Well, it's um, hard for it's and, hard to talk face to face when you spend your whole time in the store, in the basement, or in the bathroom. Well, it's very important. First of all, hey, I don't have Crohn's <laughs> disease, but some people I know do. And so basically, I have Crohn's disease. <laughs> if we're if we're following the through line of this of this that, episode, yeah. uh, but I do yeah. pee a ridiculous amount. It's crazy. Yeah, um, it is true. And like most people during the pandemic, uh, I found that the only place I got to be alone because <laughs> I live with my partner. I live in a two bedroom apartment. Like, the only place I got to be alone is 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 the bathroom, bathroom and yeah. I do <laughs> the bathroom is is and as a child. That was also the only place I could be alone because I grew up with like seven people in a household. Right? right now, a household full of four even. We're like, I'm like, man, I will. I, I stretch my shower time out to like, that's where I get a couple of chapters in on a book. It's where I get to check my Instagram. <laughs> then, you know, uh, I'm always like, those are long showers. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I really want to be clean for you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, shout out to constant listener Chris who f- sent me. I went and visited him for the. Uh, uh, I posted some stuff about the um, Goblin. I went and saw Goblin do a live score to Dario Argento's uh, Suspiria. Suspiria, okay. Suspiria. Anyways, uh, and he had this amazing showerhead at his house, and he sent me that showerhead. Not the same exact, not the nice. one from his house, but he like picked it up from. And it's been yeah. the greatest thing of my life right now when I'm taking a shower. I feel like I'm in a car wash. It's wonderful. Yeah, we're not sponsored by showerheads, but but we we we, we're, we would we're open happy to, it. to be. We would happily take a showerhead. Uh, so I'll take showerhead. I'll take car head. I'll take <laughs> I'll take office head. I'll take basement head. I'll take uh, I love I love it. Bathroom head. Yeah. Um. Uh. Blumpkins. Yep. Blumpkins. Halloween. Yep. It's Celtic. We give it we um, five Blumpkins. You give it five. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is what happens when Marika's not around. Um. We just okay. Anyways, so my next pick is a film from 2019. From a uh, writer director Mike Ahern, I'm gonna I'm gonna mispronounce these names. Mike Ahern and Enda Longman. It's called Extraordinary. Extraordinary. It is a, it, we've almost talked about this. This is this has been on my list of stuff to talk about. And uh, a while ago, I almost picked it, but we went a different direction. It is a uh, comedic horror film. Uh, it has to do. It's set in Ireland. We got some ghosts. We got some Irish humor. We got uh, Will Forte. Yes, yes, that's yes. I know the film. Yeah. Uh, watched this on a whim, uh, and oh man, I had such a good time. Yeah. Okay. I had such a fucking good time. I couldn't recommend it enough. If you're okay. looking for awesome. like cool. a small, like funny, unique original film, extraordinary. Like for it. sure. Um, so, and obviously I picked that cause it's Irish. It's just Irish. That's, yeah, that's all. That's fine. all. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> what St. Patrick's Day is. All things Irish. Just anything Irish counts. Uh, my next pick is from 2009 and it is directed by someone who is pretty much responsible for creating the zombies genre. So you know what I'm talking about. 
directed by somebody who created the zombie genre. I'm I'm assuming Romero. Yes. Um, in 2009, Romero. This. Most people don't. So most people don't know. Romero made a trilogy of films in the 2000s, right? Okay. Land of the Dead. Yep. Which I was recently talking with a friend. I like that movie. I own it. Okay. Is that I the one that's got it. the Shaun of the Dead guys? Yes. They, they yeah. have a cameo. Okay. They yes. have a cameo it's as John zombies. Leguizamo. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. 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 I yes. saw. I saw it in the theaters. It's not great, but I love it. Tom Savini's in it. Is he playing Sex Machine? I don't know. Maybe. Is or is he? I thought he was playing Sex Machine, but is he the is he the biker guy from Dawn? Could be. Okay. Okay. He's he's a zombie guy in that outfit that he was that he, that that he wore in yeah. um. Um, Dawn. Dawn of the Dead. Um, so he makes Land of the Dead. Then he makes two other films that basically go unnoticed. Okay. One is called uh, um, Diary of the Dead. Never saw it. Which is which is not very good. <laughs> it's it's uh, sorry to Romero fans. Um, it's it, it, it's like his take. It's an old man's take on like. The concept is it's like the zombie outbreak is happening and it's like th these film people who are making like a digital version. So it's like made digitally. It's super cheap. It's okay. a good idea, but it doesn't look good. It's hard to watch. And it's just not that interesting, unfortunately. Okay. okay. Right. It, it sucks. It breaks my heart to say that. Is it worth seeing? I think you should see his 2000s well, his whole, trilogy. I, right? I should see. I should see the full breadth of his work. I, I think that that's that's a blind spot for me. His latter stuff. So I, I need to do that. It's it's interesting how like low budget in the 70s and the 80s. At least you got a film that looks good, but low budget in like the aughts, right? Not so good. Not so uh -uh. good quality. Uh -uh. It doesn't look like a film. Yeah. You know, well, um, Nick, yeah, yeah, go ahead, continue. No, no, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say this. This ties into like um, I, I, twenty eight days later again. It's like a situation in which you know Danny Boyle did something very small with these digital cameras, but it fit it. It looked good. He was telling an interesting story about he doesn't. He calls it the cursed, but we know it's zombies. But um, but then sometimes when something like that happens, it inspires so many other people. And I'm not saying George Romero was trying to do that at all. I'm just saying that, like, because George Romero started this whole zombie thing, but but it just inspires people that oh, I can do that. And then you get a lot yeah. of stuff thrown out there that is not very good because it's it takes more than just the the ability to do something. It takes like like Danny Boyle was telling a very you know certain kind of story, and he was doing very interesting camera work with that camera, and it had to be that setting and that time to to make that thing work. And I got to tell you, man, ma we've talked about this before, but making a film is like an impossible task. Yeah. It's a miracle that it gets done. And if you've never made something, the best thing you can do is make something that sucks. Yeah. Because it's probably going to suck. The first yeah. time you do most things, it's probably going to suck. You know, some right. people get lucky. Right. And they like make yeah. like a masterpiece their first time out. 
and then never reach that again. But like, yeah. it's a make something that's my, I'm not saying I could do better, you know, Diary of the dead. I can't make a film that good. I, so I anyways, so survival of the dead, uh, survival, more, of the dead. more, more of a traditional film from a uh, diary of the dead. And, uh, um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's in Ireland. If I'm remembering correctly, I didn't know research. <laughs> uh, I've seen it twice actually. Uh, uh, but, um, these, uh, American soldiers defect and go to Ireland or one of the small islands off of Ireland. Right. And on this island, they discover that the people there have decided to turn the zombies into vegetarians or try to. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So <laughs> it's not so great. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But it's hard to tell how much of that is intentional or not. And again, it's worth seeing if you're a Romero fan. Don't let it break your heart. It's not, again, it's not great. For those of you who think it's great, uh, God bless you. Um, uh, um, great spirit bless you. Whatever bless you. Like, I'm glad you like it. Just my personal opinion is it's, it's, it's not a great film, but it's, I, I think it's worth seeing only if you're a Romero fan. Yeah. Well, Romero does the thing where he kind of like slides in commentary on you know, like the the state of you know the world or state of mankind and that's the problem with this Ox okay. trilogy is that like it's just too he he lucked out that first time with casting um i i can't remember his name right now but he, he you know he he cast this uh amazing eloquent well-educated black man in this part that wasn't written for a black man. It was just written. He was the best actor who came in and it, it ends up being this like thing that ends up in the museum of modern art because of what it's saying about society and everything. It's just, it's just so powerful. And then, you know, uh, Dawn of the dead and, uh, day of the dead. I love them. I think they're brilliant films, but the message is a little more overt because it's intentional what he's trying to say, but these art films, it's just, yeah, oh, man. I mean, it's he, just he, he he lucked. I mean, everything was going right for Night of the Living Dead. Let's put it that way. It's like you know how some people like talk about when they went to go make a film, everything went wrong. This is a film where everything went right, and, and except uh, except for making money off of it. Well, that was the right, one but but problem. that but that might be the one thing that even did the most well, yeah, right for it. That's yeah. got the exposure, yeah. right? You could see it's it. A, it's yeah. a very so. it's a two that blade has two sides, much like Maniac Cops. Um, it, uh, <laughs> um, and you're thinking of Dwayne Jones, Dwayne Jones. I'm so sorry. Dwayne Jones, magnificent actor. Okay. So my next pick is from 1989. Can you guess what it is? A horror film from 1989 that has to do with St. Patrick's it's Day. It's a horror, or has horror some, comedy, a horror comedy. From 1989. That and this is a loose that... connection. It's such a loose connection. Okay, a comedy horror from 89. 
And this is this is more like in the way that you picked Green Room. Not exactly, okay. but like think like this is this is a stretch. This makes no sense, really. I'm from '89. Can we? It, does it have to do with the word Patrick? No, but okay. you've said multiple times on this podcast how this film and another film, because this is actually the sequel. Ghostbusters right. 2? Yes! <laughs> what? I, I didn't think you'd do that quick. Like, Ghostbusters, so how could Ghostbusters 2 be... It's okay, I could go, continue. I want to go down this. Because the slime. This body the slime. Oh, wait a second, though. The, the slime's slime. pink, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> ooze. Up. The stuff in the sewer is pink. I'm realizing right now in this moment... The, <laughs> you're, thinking of, you're thinking of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle slime, which is very green. Yes. Their slime is very pink. I'm, I'm a Michelangelo. Slimer, but Slimer is green. So Slimer to me does represent kind of my behavior during a St. Patrick's Day parade. Uh, a quick stupid story about uh, a Ghostbusters 2. You remember the toys that came out around that time? Yeah, the yeah. Proton Pack. Oh, yeah. The Proton Pack for Ghostbusters 2 uh, basically shot out this like like nine-inch <laughs> dildo <laughs> that was pink. <laughs> And I remember my brother, one of my brothers, we're out in the backyard playing and he took the Ghostbusters thing and like, because it's retractable, right? Because yeah. it pops out. He makes it like he's going into his ass. And I thought that was the smartest, funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Those, so, uh, man, I, I had so many of those toys. Yeah, fucking great. So Ghostbusters two. I'm okay, I'm sorry, I, I fucked up on the slime. I fucked up on the slime. I thought the slime it's was green fine. for sure. It's there, there are there are other things that you could probably find in there that that make it a, a movie worth a St. Patrick's Day watch. It's a yeah, great I mean, movie. Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Chicago based comedian, Chicago sure. big on God Irish people, big on on uh, St. Patrick's yeah. Day, big. Yeah, um, um, Ivan the Terrible. Where was he from? He's like a druid god, right? Whoa, whoa! Ivan Reitman wasn't that tyrannical in his. No, I got, I got, I got you, I got you. That's an interesting story about the guy who plays Vigo. Yeah, Vigo. Uh, um, would say he goes, uh, oh Vigo, you're yes. like buttering flies to Vigo. <laughs> yes, <I laughs> like he's hilarious. He's I so love him. Great. I used to do impersonations of him around the house, and I had my parents in stitches. I love that. I love that. Um, okay, so my last pick of the evening. I got one yeah. last pick. Carpathian. He was a Vigo the Carpathian. Vigo the Carpathian. What, what is Carpathian? Is that Irish? I Can didn't even get the Irish? color right. Yeah, Carpathians it's Irish. are definitely Irish. Irish. Okay, they're definitely Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know who I'm offending right now. The Carpathians and the Irish. So many people both. we've offended. Every episode, I'm sure, we're ruining our careers outside of here. Um, so my last pick is a stretch. A real okay. stretch. Because it's not even a film. It's a television show. Oh my god. It's from 1992. October 17th. Season one, episode 10 of Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of Jake and the Leprechaun. Okay. It's about a kid who's in a production. Okay. 
where there's a leprechaun and he discovers that the actor playing the leprechaun is actually a fucking real leprechaun. And in this story, leprechauns are evil. So like you came in looking for leprechaun. I'm like, I don't have that leprechaun movie, but I have this leprechaun episode from, are you afraid of the dark? I think that's a great, that's probably the best suggestion yet. The one that makes the most sense. It's, it's, you know, are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps? If you're of a certain age, you have a fondness for, for those, for those, um, series. Are you afraid of the dark? I've been watching and I got to tell you the quality varies vastly between episodes. You never know if you're going to get a good one or a bad one, how much money they had, the director, the writers, and the talent. Of course, it's very hard to find good um, child talent. Um, this one, I think overall, very good. Cons considering it's a Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, I recommend you watch right. it. Maybe, maybe uh, uh, I know you're planning a party where you're going to be showing Leprechaun with your friends, which is yep. why we, <laughs> that's the whole impetus of this episode. Mickey, <laughs> does, Mickey is like, I don't know, man. Someone rented it out. It's Mickey. Mickey has, Mickey has, <laughs> I our copy. It out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's my last pick for St. Patrick's Day. Wonderful. Okay, so now you have like this should if somebody wants to go through this list, you have movies to watch mm -hmm. for like the next twenty St. Patrick's Days. So don't come to us on a St. Patrick's Day and get mad at us for not having Leprechaun. We've given you many, many. Yeah, we got a wall that, quite honestly, might be better. I'm not gonna say that, but it's definitely different, which is yeah. always nice, right? How many times have you watched Leprechaun? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you know, you want to, I think sometimes you want to be the person that goes a little, you subvert what people think, you subvert expectations and you come in with something. And as long as you've got our advice on how you can sell this movie for St. Patrick's Day, you're good to go. That's why you come, that's why you come to the experts, that's the experts, not experts in film. But experts in curating our own thoughts. Experts in bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> experts and, experts and, in, in spewing our own bullshit. Yeah, and on hopefully you. this has inspired you, dear listener, to think of your own films that you've seen and like how they could fit into St. Patrick's Day. Maybe you are also colorblind. <laughs> how you can trick your friends into watching a movie you want to watch. Yes. As though it were something. That's what this is about. That's the whole pot. The whole emphasis <laughs> of this about. podcast the is whole... to force our friends to watch movies we want to watch and talk about it. <laughs> we like, yeah. And drink, exactly. drink and talk about it. That's, that's the whole point of yeah, this. Episode. And, and what, what could be more celebratory of St. Patrick's day than, than to want to gather with friends, drink and talk. All right. Happy St. Patrick's, Patrick's day. day.